Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus. And Terry, um, we're talking today about when is it not appropriate to take photos, do you think? Oh, this is such a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the, the first thing that comes to mind is, say, a funeral. Mm. But I know that you've said to me um, yeah, that I've, you've actually been paid to shoot a funeral. I've been paid to, to shoot a couple of funerals now, yeah. And and, and was there a kind of um, a feeling of that you were mindful that you might offend people that you, Absolutely. Ha- that you I, were taking those photos? Yeah, I approached both um, both funerals with a lot of trepidation. Um very aware of how you could be potentially perceived as a photographer yep. at a funeral. I think the only saving grace was because it was an arena where people weren't necessarily bringing out their iPhones to take photos and they could see that I was a professional and with a little bit of a conversation beforehand if they were uncomfortable. Yes. Understanding the reasons why I was photographing the funeral made it more acceptable. Yes, yep. Which the reasons for photographing funerals can be varied. It can be because family members aren't there to attend and they really would like to be part of the, um, the ceremony, I guess you can say, yep. and the service. Uh, and also as a grieving tool, which is a really powerful grieving tool for family members. That maybe... I mean, for some people that's the last memory they Absolutely. have of that person is, is a funeral. And if, I mean, and funerals are sad as they can be, but there is funerals can be quite beautiful as well absolutely so sometimes catching that but just just while we're thinking about that i was just thinking because for a lot of people it it may be a that may be a real stretch for them as a photographer to shoot to shoot a funeral but you know what i mean i've been to a few funerals of late and they always they video it because the chapel's got a video camera they do yeah and you actually can get a copy of the video yeah so so you can get you get the whole thing yeah um and i think you know so really it's not that Uncommon. It's just not what we would assume would. I be know. As photographers, as photographers, you kind of you have your kind of moral compass of what is yeah. is is going to photograph. I mean, obviously, some people um, it's find it quite challenging when they do street photography and they mm. find homeless people, mm. and homeless person's lying there, and they're quite obviously vulnerable. Vulnerable. Yeah. They're distressed. They're um, obviously maybe in a really poor situation, and and. Mm. And as we know, sometimes photography doesn't always tell the whole story. the whole story. You know, there can be a situation if you if you're a skillful photographer, you can make a, a good situation look bad, and vice versa, you, and vice versa. So you can mm. you, you do have some elements of control. Yeah, but I think it's one of those challenges that sometimes people don't know. It's you know, and I'm thinking you know, as, as we're kind of putting this question together, I was thinking mm. about those times when you might come across something. And you've got your camera and you think, do I pick my camera up? Do I yeah. This? And I kind of think just from you saying that, if you have to ask the question, is it really appropriate? Yeah. And I know that there's going to be times where it is, where it's a no-brainer. It's like, absolutely. Yeah. And we spoke briefly before we started about people that have passed yep. away. And, and I had an experience many, many years ago where my grandfather was quite ill and we knew that he wasn't going to make it out of hospital. And I um, took an extended trip to go and see him at the time, took my camera with me. And then sadly, I 
lost the courage to use my camera while he was yep. in hospital. Yep. And, I, and I can totally understand yeah. your feelings at the time that there's, you know, there's a lot of things going through and you, yeah. and it's kind of like sometimes the camera can feel intrusive. Yeah, and I, to be honest, that is, there's one of the few times that I regret not using my camera because although I have beautiful memories of that time with my grandfather and I'd never spoken to him the way that I had on those days, yep. I really wish that I had captured the beautiful um, connection that I witnessed with him and my grandmother. Yep, yep. And we, look, we talked in a, an earlier podcast that went to air about um, storytelling. Yeah. In images. And and there's an example there. That's a part of your grandfather's story. Absolutely. You yeah. know, um, and look, it's funny because as humans we don't, I suppose, as society talk about death too much. But, I mean, no. it, it is a part of it is it is a part of your, everyone everyone's story eventually. Yeah. And and the lead up to that, how that's captured or how that's remembered, for some people that could be that could be a really powerful, reassuring thing that they saw the person was quite they peaceful were, yeah. at that particular point. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And in saying the storytelling portion as well. Um, in regards to when it's the right and wrong time, that's how I would approach and how I'd have approached funerals as being definitely a really strong element of telling the story yes. of the person who has passed away. And I make it a real focus not to identify anyone yes. in the actual, um, any of the guests that are there yep. watching the service because I feel like that is that is quite intrusive. Yes, yep. Um, and it's it's really I, I think sometimes, sometimes, you know, those type of shots and I'm just – Playing a shot from a head here, yeah. You know, a picture of when people from behind and they're kind of half bowed. So much more powerful. That yeah, that the action of the stance of their body, yeah, capturing that from behind. So you're not focusing on their facial features yep. or that, but you're just yeah. seeing their um, body, body position, language, and body their language. Mood and, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think the other one, which is quite a challenge for people, is is at the other end of the spectrum. Is birth? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I know, I know, for some people, um, the idea of being the birth being photographed is quite uh, distressing for them. They don't mm-hmm. want that um, documented in that way. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they're mm-hmm. quite happy to have a photograph when the baby is born and the baby's with mum. Mm-hmm. That and capture those moments, but mm-hmm. leading up to that point. Some people feel mm, quite strongly. Quite crazy, yeah. And then other people feel quite strongly about, no, I want from start to finish. Yeah. I want I want this caption and document. And I think that's a beautifully brave thing and decision to make, to be completely vulnerable in front of someone who has a camera in, in such a time as, as a birthing. Like it can be can be quite an empowering tool i guess as well for someone to to like an achievement like yeah look yeah. what i did I-, I think sometimes for the photographer it is it is that own internal you know fight with their emotions yeah of of justifying what they're doing and and not making it look creepy or yeah and or also being mindful of not getting in the way yeah as well like so many elements that would come into it as well as not just a is it the right time to be taking a photo? Is it appropriate? Yes. Or, and we know, t- we talked about an early podcast about um you know a shot of at a wedding scene shot from outside mm-hmm. looking in. Mm-hmm. So sometimes like those 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 type of images I can imagine you know would work if you were kind of just a bit removed. Yes. So you're not actually right in their face. You're yeah. actually a little bit away from the person. Yeah, yeah. I think it's really important to deal with some scenarios with a little bit of distance for. Yeah. 
for I think there's, it's, there's just a more delicate way to kind of deal with things and not being in people's faces. Yes, yeah. Which is so difficult these days because we have iPhones and we oh, are people pull it. I surrounded mean, by social uh, we, media. We, and, yeah, when we, when we were kind of brainstorming this particular episode and we mm. talked about, you know, and I said, yeah, okay, you come across a traffic accident there's a person yeah. injured laying there. You've got your camera. Do you take a picture? The amount of people that I see on news articles with their phones out rather than helping in a scenario. And I know that not everybody would be in a position where they could help in a traffic accident, but they're prepared to stand around and watch or record it so they can share it with whomever or whatever. I just, that to me, that's not appropriate. Yeah. And I think that sometimes in in an accident situation, um, I mean, it's proven in tragedies over time that sometimes pictures that people have taken become kind of evidence what happened yeah because they've been shot straight after the accident has occurred yes there might be elements in the photo that could help authorities work out what's happened yes because sometimes in the course of rescuing someone to help them injured out the conditions that, and the environment that, that you've changed, changed the whole environment so yeah. so so how the scene was when it straight happened yeah is, is no longer intact it's actually been destroyed yeah and that if someone had taken a photograph straight afterwards yeah that possibly could have clues that may help understand what yeah. went wrong or yeah absolutely and but it's, it's kind of a hard one to it's a hard one to judge because there is like i said there's times like i said when you think should i pull my camera out should i keep my camera down um mm. you know sometimes mm. like in street photography it's one of yeah. those things where sometimes you'll see people maybe in a confrontational situation yes um and you're thinking, oh, should I be? Should I photograph this? Like it, oh, if, if it's that, such. You've just got to be so careful. Hit, if that that person's provoking that person, if that person hits them, here's a record to say this is what happened. Yeah, this, this is what happened. But also, you could potentially be in the line of fire as well. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. and it's it, it's usually sometimes, like I said, it's 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 how other people are perceiving you, are perceiving what your actions are and what your mm. intentions are, and, and mm. I think it depends. This question revolves around when is it appropriate to take a photo. Mm. It's sometimes around what are your intentions of of that photo. Why yeah. why are you taking it? Is, is there it, a purpose? Is there a, are you trying to document and preserve what's happened because you can see potentially this may need more investigation or is it you're just like gore and you're like, you know, trying to capture this stuff and it's very gritty? Yeah. I mean I've um I don't know if you've ever been to World Press Awards. I no, I've oh, I've seen the exhibitions, but I've never been to one of the to awards. The, well, yet. to the exhibitions I'm talking about. Some mainly. of those images are very so confrontational, they actually, aren't they? Well, what they do, I mean, I've been I've been to a couple, and and they usually separate the really yes the really in your face stuff yeah um, in a separate area. I've I've been to one that's actually been in a closed room, and yes. it was documenting so, the Israeli. Yeah, war. so basically, you know, it's given a bit of a disclaimer that there's yeah. this imi- there's graphic images here that may find disturbing. And I remember um, someone I went to one of the um, launches of one of the events, and I was talking to a guy there, and he was talking about how he'd previously came um, to a previous one, and he made the mistake, and he had to. He was doing a kind of a presentation, but he, mm. he actually went and looked at um, that really graphic stuff. He just want, he had the ability to wander in there and see it. It affected him so much he had to leave. He couldn't do what he was wow. there to do. He had to leave. He said it was just so full on and it just evoked some emotions yeah. that, that he had to get out of there. He couldn't yeah. stay. 
Yeah. And so in saying that, I mean, were those photographers and yeah, these these are things like where a, a suicide bomber has let a bomb off. Gosh, I bet you it's the same exhibition that I've seen. And you know, and and there's you know, you, clearly there's people and body disme- parts, yeah, dismembered, and it's just very fresh and it's very very graphical. Yeah. You know, is was the photographer right to take that picture? I kind of want to – it's like a no-brainer for me, I think, yes, because in that scenario the photographer was in a position where they could share what they were seeing and that experience and although it's not pleasant, I think needed to be out in the world so that we know what's going on. Yep, yep. And like I said, it's it's, again, it's it's what's the purpose of the picture, Mm. how it's going to be used. Mm. And um, I think sometimes, like I said, it it is a a dilemma that all photographers – at some point in their life, may be confronted with, mm. you know, an opportunity to shoot something. And it might be personal. It could be. Could be personal. Yeah. Um, and they pull back. And I remember um, listening to someone talk about a, a situation where, you know, um, someone's passing, someone's, you know, in the last hours of their life mm. and other family members couldn't be there, but someone mm. took photos to share of what was happening mm-hmm. um, to kind of, I suppose, help include those other family members. So I think that can be quite powerful. Yeah. And, long, and, and again, I think it has to be kind of done tastefully as well. Like, yeah, you know that's I mean? a you've really to, big part of it. You've got to kind of work out what the... Treat the subject matter with dignity and Yeah, I think, I think so. And look, I mean, things like, and, and this, this divides people, there's things like, you know, say breastfeeding in public. Yeah. And some people are quite horrified by a woman feeding her child in public. I think it's better out in public than in the toilets. Yeah, well, I think that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that we, you know, some parts of society look at those things totally different. Some yeah. people are totally comfortable. You know, they, they could be sitting there having their coffee and the lady next to them could be sitting there breastfeeding and it doesn't worry them and other yeah. people will be totally disgusted and actually leave. And I think, you know, and that's kind of the dilemma sometimes photographers are in that sometimes that image is going to, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go one way or another. Yeah, yeah. It's either going to be someone's going to praise you for taking it, yes. having the courage to take it. Someone's going to call you out saying, how could you take that picture? Yeah. When that person was lying there bleeding to death or, yeah. or that person had just been fallen off a building. or. Oh. And I, I just think of some of those times when um, from the World Trade Bombing, Trade Center mm. Bombing, and there was people who were jumping out of windows and stuff and people had captured these people. The building was on fire. They had nowhere to go. I've seen that imagery. It's it's incredible but chilling at the same time. Yeah, it, it's kind of one of those things, like I said, it, it, it serves, it tells that story. Yeah. Um, but, again, it's kind of if someone takes a picture like that purely to try and profit from it, to say, oh, I can sell this, the tabloid's going to pay big money for this image, I don't know if, if, if it's at someone's... Is that morally right? Well, if, yeah. if it's at someone's demise or someone's tragedy yeah. that you profit, I don't know if that's yeah. such a good call. And there's been so many instances where you see the, um, there's so many like competitions that that, photog- that avid photographers has won, have won in like uh, photojournalism and, and the likes because they've just made that split decision and taken a photograph and yeah. they've, they've taken incredible images. Yes, whether they're professionals or novelists. Well, I think that yeah, that, that iconic image from Vietnam. the Vietnam. Yeah, the Napalm yeah. girl running. You know, clothes have been blown off. She's running towards the photographer, and 
I mean, straight away, I think he got criticism saying, well, why weren't you helping them and why were you taking the photo? Mm. Straight after, I believe straight after he took that photo, they scooped those kids up and took them yeah. to the hospital. So, you, yeah. know, you know, that was only... That photo, what you've got to remember, you know, a photo can be captured in a 25th of, one twenty-fifth of a second. Yes. So it's a very small time. And then the photographer can put the camera down and then be in there assisting. Absolutely. But they've got that initial moment. Yeah. Moment. They've documented that moment. Yeah. And and, and like and I think for, for that particular picture, he made a brilliant call. To, I, I agree it. with you. Absolutely. It's an inc- it's an incredibly powerful image. Yeah, and I think a lot of people like I said, well, you know, we'll see that image and it's one of those images that kind of once you see it sticks in your mind. You can't unsee it. No, you can't, can you? It's kind of it's there. Yeah. Um and it's just wondered so how do you think you yourself as a photographer, you if you were presented with a situation where something happened in front of you and you had your camera, do you think you'd react and take the photo or did you be trying to make the the judgment call. I'd find it really difficult if I it would it would really depend on what perspective I was kind of standing in. But I, I honestly can say I find it very difficult not to intervene and not take yeah. a photo and, and, and be part of the assistance in yeah. that situation regardless of what it was. And I think it's it's a really it's it's hard to make it's like people are quite often in an emergency situation, you know, they they'll do something extraordinary. Yeah. That they didn't even even knew they could do. Yeah. Um because something's happened and they've just jumped in, you know, it's you know, the case of, you know, someone's driving past, they see smoke, um, they pull up and then, you know, the, the next one, no, yeah, there, there's an old there's an old man there. He's yeah, in they didn't pull their phone out and take a photo on their iPhone, and, and did they? No, they no, so, 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 so they've, you know, crash tackled the door. Yeah. They've run in, grabbed the old man and, and got him out of the house and, and done that in a kind of split-second reaction. And then yeah. people are saying, oh, what a hero. What a hero! What you, what you did, I mean, the person's going. Oh, I'm not a hero. I just saw something and then I reacted. Yeah. And and we don't know how we're going to react because we could, you or I could be in that same situation where we could just freeze. Yeah. And not, you know, that could be our reaction that we just don't react. Yeah, I'd have to say that if I was in a scenario where where I could think through the moment. So, for example, if someone was gravely ill. Yeah. Sadly, there was maybe. Um, this is all kind of grief related, yes, but, yep. but sadly, if there was if there was a newborn baby or something that that didn't make it, I think in those moments I could definitely step up to the plate with the camera for those yep. reasons that I knew that it would be a tool and a memory situation. Yep. But, and, yeah, but and I think so. We've had, we've had a couple of photographers on that um, shoot for Heartfelt, yeah, which is which is um, you know it's a photography um, um, where they people have lost a child, yeah. Um, and they've captured them images of that child and beautiful images, mm. um, and and I think that would be it'd be I imagine it would be both rewarding and challenging for the photographer. Oh, absolutely! Especially if, if the you know if they're a parent themselves, yeah, to understand that this person's just had this enormous loss, yeah. But you've got a job to kind of capture this moment, yeah. And I have to admit, though, the last funeral that I photographed, I did have to turn around and cry a few times during yeah. the ser- like the service. I had to excuse myself. Yeah. Because it was incredibly tough to photograph. Yes, yeah. And, and I think that, I mean, we're all human at the end of the day. Yeah. And, you know, a sad event um, for, for yourself or somebody else, you know, that's how humans we react. Mm-hmm. Same as a joyous event, you get sucked into, you know, when something joyous happens, you get lifted up. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Same it's all about empathy, so, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's kind of interesting how the you know the the twos and fro's and mm-hmm. how how we kind of 
bob up and down. Yeah. In what, yeah. What's happening around us? So it's yeah. Kind of, <laughs> <laughs> I think all the all the instances that we've talked about not taking photographs have been quite grim, but I think there's also. The other side of the spectrum is when you've been asked not to take photographs. And you take photographs. <laughs> and you take photos. And the people continue to take photographs. It's a definite no-no. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I think look, sometimes, because sometimes like because of people's, um, you know, religious beliefs, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's quite offensive for people to take a photograph of something you mm. know, around that person mm. that maybe um, that people will find challenging mm-hmm. um if they saw it and i think that's where you got to respect people's wishes and if someone's uncomfortable having their photograph taken yeah. i think it's really important that you you listen and understand yeah yeah and i think look, I've, I've you know doing street photography all around the world i've had many occasions where i've i've had just had the hand come at me mm. <laughs> in front of that lens couldn't speak their lingo but i understood <laughs> but you knew that it was like don't, <laughs> don't do take it. the photo don't do it <laughs> um and and you got to respect people and 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 normally react by acknowledging them and putting the, and actually putting the camera down, like mm. making a, a a gesture. Well, that, you used that to you, that you actually yeah I'm sorry. yeah you put your camera down. Well, there used to be a time when we couldn't take cameras into art galleries. Yes. Now we can. Yes. Which is like well, I think that the thing wow. the game changer has been like where people a lot of places where you couldn't take a camera. You could take your phone because you take a phone yeah. in now. It's hard to discriminate because. If someone said, oh, you can't bring your camera in, but that person's got their phone, they're taking pictures, why can't I have my camera? Yeah, yeah. And that's like some sports um, stadiums now, like, you know, if it's, they'll allow like DSLR cameras, but if a lens less, like 200 or less. Yeah. So a lot of the sporting things, and it's not not so much, but it's more for a um, safety and enjoyment of the other patrons. If someone's swinging around a 600 mil prime (laughs) on a monopole and they're, yeah, knocking the guy's hat off in front. Yeah, that's not a. And I've been to music festivals as well, where you've been, where it's been requested that you don't take cameras in, especially digital yes. SLRs, because yes. there's people paid paid to be there. Well, that's to right. do well, it. well, sometimes it's, they're worried about the content that you might capture some content that's saleable content. Mm. Um, and quite often around music festivals and stuff, there's a lot of copyright. Absolutely, and guys, please like. Listen to that stuff. Yeah, I know. it's not I'm... fair. So look, sometimes yeah. I think it is appropriate to take photos in some situations, but you have to make that judgment call. There are going to be times, but when it's just appropriate to put the camera down. Yeah, and we can't just say there's no black and there's no, lit, no there's no black and white. There's no there's no right answer. Like yes, it's right to do it on this particular time because but not certain, on the other. Yeah, but on the other time it may not be. Um, and it could be, like I said, because it could be the wishes of someone who's present as well. Mm. And it could mm. just simply, that could be just enough say, okay, well, I won't take a photo mm. because it's going to upset you if I take that photo. Yeah, just use your social etiquette, I think. Yeah, I think and so. I think it's a hard one, like I said, and particularly for photographers starting out. And I, I know it'd be, I think it'd be quite challenging if you were, you know, a photographer. How, when you did those funerals, how, how long have you yeah. been shooting for? So I actually did those in the last twelve months. Okay. So I'd been shooting for quite a while. So you had a lot. You had a lot of a lot of water under the bridge. Yeah. There was a lot of footsteps tread. Yes. Yeah, and I would have to say if I if and that I, was still and that was still obviously very really really difficult. yeah really tough and I, I got into it by chance by accident really yeah. to be honest because a friend had asked me yeah and so that's how I did my first one and then then the second one was also kind of a, a by chance yes situation yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty tricky. Yeah, 
So hopefully that's been a little bit thought-provoking for people to think about sometimes. <laughs> Not unusual, cheery. Yeah, no. Oh, look, I mean, look, I think, look, you know, focus, we talk about all aspects of photography mm. and, and it is, it is like I said, it's something that people do have to grapple with at some stage and, you know, we all might be presented that situation one day where we have to make a judgment call yeah. on, on taking the photo or not taking the photo and, and really I don't know that you can prepare yourself for no. it. No. I think it would be great to hear from, from the listeners as well what sorts of yeah, scenarios if, they've if, been in where they've maybe questioned themselves. Yeah, whether they've taken a photograph and then regretted it. Or vice versa. Or, or, or not taken the photograph and yeah. regretted it. So, yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right, thanks, Terry. No um, if you enjoyed this episode, um, leave us a comment or if you have an idea for a future show, you can also drop that in the comments. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts. All right, Terry, until next time. Um, Happy photographing. Thanks. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Photo Mission Focus discussing photography. If you enjoyed the show today, please leave a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a subject for our next show, also leave that in the comment as well. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.